success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and they rarely talk about it because that's not what creates success. Join us here where we'll chat with serial entrepreneurs, both men and women, and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship. We'll talk about the obstacles we faced and how to overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is She's Invincible. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us today on She's Invincible. And we have an invincible one to introduce you to today. Jane Goodrich is an accomplished newborn and family photographer, a seasoned expert in the photography business, a professional mentor, and the visionary founder of Pixello. Since 2017, Jane has mentored professional photographers about the business side of photography and has taught classes and seminars for organizations such as PPA, Anna Brandt's Baby University, the Baby Summit, and the Milky Way's Business Retreat. She's also made significant contributions by sharing her invaluable insights on the business aspects of photography through platforms like Petapixel. Jane's latest business venture is dedicated to empowering fellow photographers to attain their utmost levels of success. Pixello is a purpose-built software designed to provide the tools and support for photographers in the management, marketing, and monetization of their businesses. Drawing from decades of industry experience and years of meticulous research, Jane collaborated with other prominent photography experts and led a top-tier tech team to craft an unparalleled platform that is changing the photography business for many. Oh my gosh, Jane, <laughs> welcome to Thanks She's Invincible. <laughs> we're so we're so excited to have you today. Thanks. I love oh, being here. I love so your podcast. Fun. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Oh, and we are going to bring it today to these people. So buckle up. We are ready. Let's get started. Let's jump in. Let's tell our listeners how in the world did you get where you are today? <laughs> And what makes you invincible? Oh, well, well, how I got to where I am today. Well, as you can tell by my accent, I'm from England, but my dad's American. And after undergrad, I moved to America. I'm currently in New York and I've been here for a long time. But my path has been a little bit interesting in terms of what my career pivots. I think every 10 years I decide to pivot my career um, but I started off uh, in marketing and then I decided I want to work for P&G or big brands like that. And so I went to do an MBA and then I realized, oh, my goodness, I love advertising. I love television. I love absolutely all of the fun things, consumer psychology. So I worked for a decade in advertising uh, for Ogilvy and on big brands. And then I was sort of had, I don't know if I had a midlife crisis or um, just, I realized that I wanted to move. I was in Chicago at the time and I wanted to move closer to my sister. She just had a baby. And I was like, oh, I'm a, I like photography. Hmm. I like small businesses. So I'm just going to start a photography business. And so I looked into it, like 
what would be a viable, you know, ran the numbers. Okay. Can I afford to do this? Like, am I good enough? Built my portfolio, built my website, and then just ripped off the bandaid and just moved and started my business. And I had a backup. I was like, worst case, I'll go work for Ogilvy New York. Right. You know, well, 14 years later, I'm still a newborn and family photographer. Um, but more recently, yes, I educate and mentor other photographers on the business side of things because there's so many amazing photographers that teach on the art and, you know, the editing and all that stuff. And there's sort of really need, there's a need in the industry to just talk about pricing and how do you price yourself? So uh, during COVID, uh, so I had a, an epiphany of well, Jane, no one's going to really take a pricing course from you. Don't go into, and I'd had an idea of like, I'm going to do a pricing course. I'm going to help photographers do pricing and this will be great. My dad's a professor of business. We're going to do great. And then I, the, one of the benefits of COVID was I was looked back at the industry and I was like, yeah, no, Jane, that's, that's you can give it away. And no one, people might sign up, but no one's going to take it. So I was then thinking about all of the ways that, you know, you can actually help on a bigger scale photographers. And so I was currently using five different software platforms to run my business. I had in COVID, I had had to renovate. Well, I'd had, first of all, I'd renovated my studio, which was a lot out of my business savings. And then I had to refund a lot of money and then there's no money coming in. So I went through my numbers and my accounts. I was like, can I, can't cut that. Can't cut that. Can't cut that. I need it. I need it. And I just realized that like, I was working still so much and not shooting. I'm like, there's got to be a better way. Like there really has got to be a better way. I need something that is a CRM that can take payments, bookings. I need something can email, automate all the emails, schedule sessions, have a gallery download and um, buy products. And as well as that, I want my calculator that I spent three years building in that to help photographers. And so we set out about building an all-in-one platform for photographers to run their business that they can use on their phone because in between shoots, you really, you need to, people's time is money, right? So they're sat in their car waiting for a client that's 15 minutes late. They should be, could be working on their business. So it was really about figuring out what the needs are in the industry now versus 14 years ago when I first started. And so that's the one thing. And I absolutely, you know, we're live in market. I love our photographers. I think we have the best photographers. And the best thing that I'm seeing is they are making more money than they used oh, to. Oh, well, there you go. And that's really what you want to do is help them grow those businesses. Grow the right? businesses. Yeah. Yeah. And that's amazing how lucky they are. <laughs> uh, to have you and yeah, and this platform to help them do that. That seems like that's a lot of things off their plate. A lot of extra people they don't have yeah. to pay, right? Well, to do that. yeah. And we also have a business mastermind. We have a lot of education blogs. And I found a, a lot of misinformation nowadays with everybody touting whatever information they can come up with. Or even, you know, other companies in the photography space not necessarily writing an article that is very outlined. This is what you need to do. I'm very, you know, people at first, when we had our blog, people are like, your, your blog posts are so long. And like, I'm like, I need actionable steps. I don't want to send somebody off to go research something. I need actionable steps. So my photographers know what to do. 
And even if they aren't my photographers and they're not on the platform yet, they will be, um, that they can actually do something. It takes 10 minutes to like, you know, do a Google profile post or something like that. So That's we amazing. really provide, and I am, I will say I'm not the be all and end all. We have a lot of different experts in the photography space, you know, on finance, financial, we have a photographer that is a lawyer on contracts, uh, you know, they, someone knows SEO, all that fun stuff. So like having an, the accurate knowledge, then we, we definitely, that's where we sort of thrive is mirroring both like the right education with the software. The business tools, right? Yeah. I love it. So tell us what makes you invincible. My invincible, I, I, (laughs) I don't know. Um, so what makes me invincible? I personally think it actually is my ADHD. I have ADHD. I was diagnosed February of 2020 and I learned a lot. I actually read a book, um, or listened to a book called, um, faster than normal by Peter Shankman. It's an amazing book. And it made me everything sunk into place. And it made me realize that like when I hyper-focus, you know, I can do anything. And I think we really underestimate like what people with ADHD do. And I, I actually use that sort of learnings from being like, oh, I have ADHD. Well, this software platform, that's why I hate these six different things. Like I want to create something for people with ADHD that don't want to log into 17 different things. Slight exaggeration. Um, (laughs) But, you know, I want to make it something simple, easy to use. They don't have to keep thinking about it. Take that pressure out of people's brains of like, oh, when do I need to send that email? Oh, I I need to follow up. Take the automated emails off and really um, create something for people. And photographers, um, are very busy anyway. So it's not as if it won't work for a neurotypical, but neuro, most softwares don't really work for photographers that have ADHD and ours does because I have ADHD. <laughs> I created it for you. I know it's a spectrum, but like there's the re- there's the rationale behind it. So yeah. I, and I think the ADHD helps me. I am very empathetic and I think really trying to help people in their businesses just drives me. And that's what drives me is seeing the success and saying somebody is like, oh my gosh, now I can pay my rent. I'm going to cry. Go again. Well, ADHD, we cry a lot. Um, And so I think that that is my invincible. I love it. I love it. And like you said, like you programmed it for people just like you. So so this is great because this has helped in giving them more support that they need in the areas that they need it. Yeah. So, and it might, it might, it does work for neurotypicals, works very well for neurotypicals, but it really course. needs to work for neurodiverse photographers. I so. love it. Oh my gosh. That's so great. Well, you really just paved the way for our conversation today because today we're talking about all the things pricing for profit mindset for raising your prices. Oh my gosh. These two in themselves are huge and entrepreneurs everywhere are suffering from this or falling short. Um, And then the last, which I'm so excited about as well is marketing your business beyond social media. I can't tell you how excited I am about that. That's why I started podcasting because I wanted to find a way to market a business 
And then I ended up getting into the podcast business. So <laughs> it was, it worked so well. I was like, heck, let me just do this business. But uh, that was the whole thing. And that's what I do today is I teach entrepreneurs how to market their business through podcasting. So right. I am all about this conversation. So <laughs> let's jump in. My first uh, thing I want to do is let's talk about this pricing for profit. And I know we talked so much before we hit record and <laughs> I should have hit record earlier because I'm like, that's so good. So, but yeah, tell us what we need to know about this pricing for profit. I think one of the, the you know, first of all, pricing, let's, it's very difficult. It's a very difficult thing to do. One, you are putting, you know, pricing on your services. It's very close to heart. Um, but I think if you can actually separate yourself from, first of all, pricing for profit, take yourself out of the equation. You have a business, regardless of what it is, if it's a home organizer, if it's, you know, it's a photographer, however you are a window cleaning business, like you have to think, okay, my business is charging, not me. Right. So first of all, Take it out of that. Your business is charging, even though you might be Jane Goodrich Photography and it's your name and it feels really close. It's like, Ugh. take it out. And the business has costs and you have to pay those costs. And out of that, you get the money, but also you've got to figure out the time it takes to do that job. So how much are you getting paid per hour? So for on Pixello, we have a calculator for photographers. It's not the same for every single industry. But we have how much do you need to earn or take home? And one thing that, that we put in there is, okay, income tax. But then we put that handy dandy self-employment tax that a lot of people forget about, which is 15% off the gate. And then we go through how many hours do you want to work? Because you really have to figure out how many hours are you dedicating to this business? Is it full-time? Is it part-time? Likely, if it's part-time, you're going to have a higher cost per however you charge, because all of these costs, your website, everything that costs has fewer hours to spread out of. So then what I recommend is going through absolutely every single cost that you have and totaling it down. Website, it can be gas, it can be, you know, I need a computer, I, whatever it is, you know, I need a um, marketing person, I need social media. And then figuring out how long it takes you to do a, a, a job. Let's say a job. Like, so photographers, it's easy. Just go on Pixello and sign them and use the calculator. But for anybody else, it is, you know, I, there's a Clockify app, which is very interesting. And you can actually, I think, sign up for a free trial and you can actually time yourself of like, how long is it taking you to do each thing? Of like, did you realize you were spending... 18 hours on your website when somebody else could actually do that for a lot less of your time because you will be able to do more jobs. So, and then that's sort of like go into all of those and see, you know, what is your replacement value too in terms of outsourcing? Um, and that is, it's very difficult because a lot of the times, in fact, a hundred percent of the time when photographers do our price and calculate, myself included, uh, is it is, um, and where I went wrong is I was, I was like, I'm going to put in here. I want to work 35 hours a week. And so when I outputted that, I mean, I knew I worked probably 60 hours a week. So my, <laughs> my, my pricing was right, 
but not for the like, uh, in my dream world, if I can work 35 hours a week. And our calculator has two weeks vacation and one week sick time because, you know, we're humans as entrepreneurs. And so I think that you have to really um, look at, know that it's going to be higher and then just sort of like think of like how you can get that um, and get that, get that price in order for you to be able to do this as a living. And I love what you're saying here, and especially for photographers. And this was, you know, something I didn't realize until I became friends with a photographer. But it's like we look at them as like they're behind the camera, right? So you get a one hour shoot. But how many hours? It's like the teacher that has to take the work home. How many hours are you working behind the scenes after you do that shoot? Right. So yeah. for let's say you do a one hour shoot. How many hours are you spending editing? So the the teacher analogy is actually quite interesting because it's quite similar. I think it's also hidden. People don't realize that they're marketing, marking. So right. it's, I think for every hour, and this was for, um, my dad's a professor. So he, for professors, it was three hours to every one hour of class time. Cause he also, I think I got this from him. He also likes to time study and you know, he's a professor of business too. So, um, for photographers, one of the things apart from that I sort of really got into was looking into that. And in 2010, like 2012, there was a study done and it was for every one hour of a photo shoot for weddings, there was nine hours of back end work. That's what I'm talking about. Right. And so you, how and do so, you charge so I, that? Yeah. So I actually was like, I don't believe you. Right. So I was like, okay, I don't believe that. That's ridiculous. So I actually conducted, we've conducted with Pixello and it's actually over three years of data across the board of all different types of genres. And now it's actually 12 or 13 hours. And these are photographers that have been in business for four years so they can give me accurate, you know, they're not spending as much time on this X, Y, Z. And so it's absolutely insane. So when someone's like, oh, but I only need one photo. And so that does break down. And this is where it applies to any entrepreneur, right? So you have your service, your hour service, and then everyone knows, oh, we edit. But now they think it's really easy to edit because you can click a button on Instagram and it looks good. No, it doesn't. There's still a lot of time. And then I will tell you, even the time uploading your images to your computer takes time. They're huge. Like I I was timing just a headshot shoot the other day. I was like, 45 minutes. And granted, I was going to do other work, but like, then you have to call them, then you have to edit them, then you have to upload them to your software. Like all of that stuff takes time. But there's also the marketing, there's the accounting, there's like your website, there's net, you know, like every social media, like there's so much and and yeah, taxes and like anything d- dealing with Equipment. inquiries. Yeah, just even- so just the overhead of the time it's taking to run a business. And one thing that people, when I say that to people, I'm like, people, why would I have to charge for you to run? I'm like, that's not makes no sense. Like restaurants, their overhead, and it's pretty standard, you know, restaurant industry. So for every dollar that they sell, 5% is profit. So if you go and you complain about that dollar burrito, they're making 5 cents from it. But that plate, of food has to pay for everything. So yeah, including running the business, right? Everything, everything. So we have to think of it that way as like, okay, I am a, you know, a photographer. So my 
the only way I can make money to cover my business cost is for a shoot. So that has to cover everything. Otherwise, what's the point? You know, I'm just going to run the business as a charity and then they get, you know, so yeah. Oh so. my gosh, this is so good. So good. I can't believe that I, I knew it was a lot of hours, but I can't mm-hmm. believe that it's even more than I thought. Well, a lot of photographers don't even realize that the back end work and that's yes. why they're pricing themselves so low. And what happens is year, year one, it's like I'm building awareness or, and year two is like, well, I'm still improving my editing. By the way, your editing time does not change because you actually get pickier um, or you outsource. You use that money to outsource and do another shoot. Um, and by year three, what happens is, is you're either out of business or you have to raise your prices to profitable. What I'm trying to do is like start out profitable. Yeah. Start out making money. You do not need to be losing money. If I did it back in 2010, you can do it now. So let's do it. And any entrepreneur, any small business really needs to. Um, be able to like price themselves for a profit. Yes. I'm over here thinking I need to convince you to make a Pixello for people who aren't photographers. Like, oh no, Liz. entrepreneurs. Yeah. That would I be have so been good. To, yeah. We I need that. We need <laughs> that. Oh my gosh. That'd be no, so great. I, yeah. And the, the calculator, it's funny, especially, um, you know, because of the way it's done is, um, is actually really coded into our platform, but like, Every time I'm speaking to a videographer, they're like, can I have that? And I was like, I time studied it for photographers. But like, I would I would love to see this like go bigger for all entrepreneurs. Anyone that's working on Etsy, you shouldn't be copying someone else's prices. Like, because how do you know they're profitable? Go in and price like yourself for profit. And like do your work, your own homework. But yeah, but you know what? You're right. If like, if the, the, profit calculator that we have if like I, I would love to do that honestly I would love for you to do it I want to be the first one that gets to try it out I want to be your beta girl yeah well the thing is is trying to do the time studies from each different type of business and but I get it I get it there's definitely a need and I would yes. love to do it yeah all right well this is so good because this leads us right into the mindset so you're talking about you know and I had a conversation earlier about this is you know everyone's different. Like where you live determines also how much to charge because expenses are different in New York city than they are in like Omaha, Nebraska. Right. Like, right. And so there's but, that as well. There's like so many differences there. Well, the th- okay. So I will, I will agree on some things. Uh, okay. So yeah. I'm going to use photography again. Canon is not changing its price for where you live, right? Apple is not changing its price where you live. There are so many costs. And I think I looked at it, it was maybe it was like, your insurance will change, right? There are hard, like memory cards. I'm sorry, Best Buy's not changing its price based on where you live. There's so many costs. I'm not as Pixello changing my price to charge you to run your business on Pixello based on where you live. So what happens is, and this is why I love my calculators, your income needs change, right? Based on where you live. So the input of like, I only need to make $30,000 versus I need to make $100,000, right? Right. So that in itself changes the pricing of your product at the end, but do not miss the costs. And so if you miss the cost and you just only go to like, well, I, I should be cheaper than you because I live in a cheaper area. Right. No, 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 no. And you, and also, 
You don't know people's availability. You don't know. Just don't copy anybody else. Just do your own numbers. Yeah. Get an account. Outsource an account. I tell you, first thing, outsource an account. I love it. They will help you. Oh my you. gosh. So let's talk about this mindset, the mindset for raising your prices. So what is it that you see that is a common theme across, let's, because photographers are who you work with, but in general, what is a common theme around this mindset for pricing? Well, so I think, first of all, it's lack of knowledge, right? So, and, and there's so much misinformation out there. Um, and when photographers come into, I will say it's very, if I started now, I, I, I would not be in the situation, you know, I, I would probably be in the same situation, right? Which is why I created this. I think um, it's much harder to start now where you have anyone with a camera and can start in a Facebook page um, and then move from there. But the mindset I found is it goes to like, I'm going to copy my surroundings, which you have no idea if they're profitable or not. So then the awareness of like, oh, I'm not making any money. And then I find that like the mindset you need is to actually know your numbers. And I know the people don't like knowing the numbers. It's like heebie-jeebies, which is why as for photographers, we took, you know, we took it out, made it less ugly. It's data doesn't lie. And so what we found actually is almost when people go through the calculator and they run it and they're like, holy moly, I've got to triple my prices. How do I do that? So one of the things for us is like, we help them. So, okay, well, you need to be positioned as X, right? So your website might need a little bit more help. So you are found in Google versus a Facebook mom yard sale group, right? Yeah. So, you know, buy every free cycle group or something, whatever. So you need to sort of then figure out if you want to do this as a sustainable business where you're taking a up, what is that next step? So we help photographers being like, okay, I see that you have a great website. Um, it's just not ranking. So get a Google page, get this, get your local business. So like Google business, page, get reviews. So we help them that way. Um, it does take a while. I, I used to think, oh, like they know it and it's immediate. Um, it takes a while to sink in and probably do the work for them to feel comfortable enough to, but the people's work is honestly, I've not seen someone being like, you shouldn't charge a price. Everyone's work is worth the amount that they're like, that they should be charging. No one's asking for like, I'm going to make $500,000 for my photographer business and I'm going to shoot two days a week. Right. No one's asking that it's realistically, um, they should be making more than the babysitter, you know, that's looking after the kids falling asleep. So I don't care how bad your images are. You, I mean, you should still be making money from your time. Um, yeah. But I think that um, once it's, oh, it's so inspiring to see somebody and we're seeing a lot more, like I think it's because Pixello is sort of being around, seeing someone like really struggle, then they do the calculator, a couple of, you know, then they're doing the work. And then they raise their prices. And when the first client books them at that rate, it is a light bulb went off. It is the biggest confidence boost that I've ever seen. And I always start crying um, (laughs) because I'm like, yes. But one thing that people, and I think we were chatting about this before, is you have to realize you 
don't need as many clients as you think you do. Right. Yes. So for me, I'm a family photographer. Okay. I'm going to ballpark. I need a hundred people a year. I'm just starting out. So I need a hundred new clients. How do I get those hundred new clients? Just to know that if you're good at your business and you really help retain, you will not need to get those hundred new clients. So maybe it's by year three, you start being like, okay, I can get 20 new clients. So I don't even rank on Google anymore. All my clients are repeat. So it's just like the focus is the first three years. How do you get those? And then like with family, it's like the mindset. It's like, how many people are in the schools around me? Like in just my town, there's 5,500 kids. Just wow. in the other area, like 20 minutes around is like 50,000. Like I only need a hundred and yeah. I need my ideal client that hopefully people have done. I need my 32 year old woman that's a working mom with two kids or more or one kid and another on the way. Like I need those and like pinpoint target in that. It just is once you sort of realize that there are so many people out there, we are short. We, uh, people say, oh, saturated over my, we are not saturated in the photography industry. And, and I think everybody, um, is always going to want family pictures, headshots, newborn photos. I was trying to find a photographer for one of our developers that had a baby. I could find one. I said, but this is crazy. But yeah, it is. What crazy. can you Google? Yeah. And so I have to go in a Facebook group full of photographers to find one. I'm like, I don't think clients are looking for that. So I think that we also, for your mindset, unfollow people that do not give you joy or inspire you or take you down a dark place of like, I can't charge. Just unfollow them. Just unfollow. Don't, don't follow them. Only follow people that inspire you in order to build your business. I love that. Those are bad influences, right? Like we have influencers and then we have a bad influence. Like you would say to your kid, don't hang around that person because they're it's bad not even, But it's not even that. It's like how we perceive it. So I actually had yeah. that experience and I was like, I can't mentally see that every time I see that person coming in undercharging in my area, I'm just going to like, I go to a dark place of, oh my God, they're going to go there and this that, and the other. And I'm like, if I didn't know she existed, like I didn't at first, like 2010, there was no real Instagram. There was a bit of Facebook, but like I did not see every other photographer in the area. So I stayed in my lane. And I actually, if you have some Janes listening, you got a good one. It's like, stay in your lane, Jane. Sorry if it doesn't rhyme with Jane. Jane rhymes with quite a lot of things, but I had a thing on my thing of like, stay in your lane, focus on you, focus on your clients, focus on your own business. Don't worry about what other people are doing. You do you. Yeah. And you know, because it's art and it's creative, no one's going to be like you, right? Like no one can do what you do. Like you do it. You're the only one. So there's no competition, really. People know what they're looking for and then they'll come find you. I also think that 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 actually is such a good point. Um, I actually think that that's related to any business. Yes. You you are. I mean, I'm an identical twin. So, yes, there's like someone similar to me, but we're very different. Um, But there is only one you and what brings you to the table. And it doesn't it might actually not be your, you know, your end product. Right. It might not be your photography. Like, for example, you know, it, it could be um, like for me, I think it's one because I'm a twin. So twin moms like me and, you know, and I'm actually a big goofball. And people actually say, 
you know, even dads are actually like, oh, it didn't suck, you know, like, so I'm like, great, I'm going to put that on my website. Thank you very yes. much. Yes. And, you know, and I Bob have kids. said it didn't suck. <laughs> yeah. And I've, I've had quite a few dads say that. And he's like, oh, it wasn't torture. But also for me, I, my focus is working mom. So I over prepare. Like, so I over prepare them. So I over, like, and not necessarily in the pricing, but I under promise and over deliver. Like, so I'm going to guide you to the best shoe ever. I'm going to give you absolute everything to say to the kids right before the shoe. I'm going to even tell you to tell the husband to suck it up and be okay with it. You know, I, I can get away with it. I'm English. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, <laughs> but also after the, the day after the shoot, Hey, it's going to come in three weeks. And then I'm going to send you a reminder. Like I will send a working mama reminder nine months after the shoot. Hey, do you want to book your next session? I take the pressure off them to actually think about the next shoot or even to like, I tell them the only thing you have to worry about is getting your kids dressed. And mm. That's the only thing that they have to worry about. That is nothing to do with photography. Mm -mm. No. And that makes you unique because other right. people maybe don't spend as much time in preparation and it doesn't go as smooth. And now that's, you know, people know, like, I don't want that show. So right. it, yeah, you do. And again, I love what you said. It's not always the end product. So it's it not the, the end experience. Product. It's definitely it's, the experience. And with photography, I mean, I see this in a lot of groups and I see clients being extremely unhappy with the images. And I was like, those images are amazing. What they didn't like was the experience that they had with the kid melting down and this, that, and the other. And no one's taking control as a photographer. You should be really a director. They're coming to you to, yes, I'm not going to like babysit your kids or anything, but I, I need, you need to know that I'm in control if my kids have a great time. So similar thing I hired, um, uh, well, actually, my sister hired for me like a home organizer because I wanted to, you know, my garage was a mess and I wanted to um, tidy it. And she just made like it what, wasn't, hopefully she's not listening, but it wasn't the, how she did it, but it was the whole process of like how she made me feel of like, well, this is this and this. And I will tell you in the midst of it where she's got absolutely thing everywhere. I was like, I don't know what I'm paying her for. But like she talked about how her vision is, she's like, I need to see absolutely everything in order for me to do this. It wasn't the end result. And it was more about like, you know, how she, and then she also had a little thing of like, I will help you purge a few things if you need to. Right. So um, it wasn't where she, you know, would say, oh, you have to like do, you, you should get rid of this and post it to Facebook marketplace for free. She would just do it. Oh, yeah. like <laughs> that's, that's perfect brilliant right because otherwise i'm gonna keep it yeah because i'm not i don't it. have time yeah but it was not like it's the subtle things of like not the end result of the gorgeous you know um cab you know garage that's now organized it's it's what makes you you and just lean into it yeah what makes process. you invincible yeah oh, that's right invincible so this is so good. All right. Now we're moving into this marketing your business. You already touched a little bit on Google and SEO. So let's dive in a little bit more on this. Uh, what are some of the ways that you feel are the best ways right now? Because you know, this Everything social changes. media thing changes as soon as you get it down and you know what you're doing the next day you wake up and it's all different again. So well, what is happening right now that's the best? Yeah. And I think entrepreneurs are very busy. So 
chasing an algorithm that constantly changes is actually a full-time job. Recommend hiring a social media manager that actually does that for you if you can. But if not, just, you know, I will say social media is good. If you like it, you're on it and you know what you're doing. You don't have to be on every single one. What I like is Google, get your website, get it optimized for SEO. If you're a local business, make sure, you know, and again, you have to invest, like make sure that you hire, you hire somebody for local SEO to give you guidance and maybe train you um, because local SEO is different than national SEO. And I admit, I learned that the hard way. So I, <laughs> I got Google blog. I don't know. I, I had a whole thing. So make sure that you really, you know, or take a course on SEO. But Google business profile is amazing for small businesses that service a target audience. And you can actually use that like in a, um, a social media platform. You can post updates and you can have events. You can also get emails that ask for reviews. And that is another thing is like building your email list. The email is like key for absolutely any business. Because if Google went away, if um, you're like mainly basically if your Instagram account got shut down and you're just dealing with people via Instagram or Facebook, you have the email addresses. It's not going to go away. So you have email and you can always like build a newsletter and keep on people's top of mind. Email is definitely more read than it. Um, it's more read by people than your posts on Instagram is being seen. So what I would do is at, in January, when we tend to slow down as photographers is I set aside a day, if that, to map out my marketing calendar, plug it into uh, MailChimp and then uh, just let it run. And, you know, if I, if I have a few more new clients, I add them, but I just, is like, I am not overthinking this. And most of the time, they're not that different from the year before. <laughs> you just hit repeat, right? Change the yeah, date. you change the image, you change yes. like a couple of things, but you know, and my clients don't care. They know me, but they're also working moms, so like, may, they they know me also too. So they're like, and again, you have to be authentic to yourself. Like, I will send a reminder, baby's first year reminder after three months, and I'll say, if we already scheduled it, sorry, I automate this because I need to automate my life. That's so right. <laughs> eventually, Pixello will have marketing in that the platform. But for right now, we just do marketing blast. But like scheduling that is great. And lastly is, which I do, I tend to say networking with, but I don't like the word networking. I was like, make business friends. And that can be, if you're local, definitely figure out who is targeting the same person as you. Make friends with them. And you don't basically don't go in and ask and be like, hey, can you share your email list? Follow their Instagram accounts, follow their uh, Facebook accounts. You could even write a blog post about their business and then send it. Like, you know, there are people that are shy and don't necessarily want to do a one on one, but you can start a relationship with somebody via Instagram or like, hey, by the way, you, you're listed in the top 10 uh, places to get, take your kids. Yeah. Well, wouldn't, okay, then I'm going to share that as a receiver of that with my audience on, and do a blog post, do an Instagram post and tag them. And that starts the relationship. And you can do that on an, if your business is more national, 
you can do that with people that are adjacent to you. Like what, you know, someone's, you know, I don't know, an entrepreneur of like, hey, but like see who is synergistic with your ideal client. And you can definitely make relationships with people online. Um, I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, Jane, this is so good. So good. Thank you Thank for you. all of this great information. Anything else you want to add uh, about anything that we talked about? I think I think entrepreneurship is really hard, but it can be really reward for, rewarding. Um, and if you price yourself correctly, if you... Uh, I would say set boundaries. That's one last piece of advice is you've got to set boundaries of your days off um, and how your clients can reach you. I used to be really, I'd be, I basically I'd feed everybody into my email from social media um, because I now I blame it on my kid. I'm like, my kid's going to delete your text. Sorry. Like, <laughs> so, so I don't, I don't, I don't want to get any text at 1030 on a Sunday night about a holiday shoot that I'm going to forget about in the morning because it's going to go down like this. I need everything in email. So like really try and then have an autoresponder on your email saying this is when you, you know, when you usually respond to emails, uh, set boundaries from day one. I didn't. Please do. (laughs) Yeah, you can tell the stories, right? Oh, Oh my gosh. Amazing. And so tell us this. Do you go to people or do they come to you for their shoots? So for me, uh, I used to go to people's homes. I am new as newborn photographer, um, and I after COVID, it's more that like people just come to my studio. Um, I will shoot on location, but for while I'm trying to build Pixello, I've sort of like really cold down on the amount of shoots. It's like my clients are the ones that are like, "Would the kids miss you?" Like. Please. And I'm like, well, you'll get your images back in about four months. <laughs> so, <laughs> I will You're try. ready for the next one, right? Yeah. The next um, shoot. But most people are very, you know, and so, yeah, I have them come to me. I have a studio. So again, you have the overhead, um, but also on location. But I also got tired of being on location. It's like, it's raining, then stuff happens. And, you know, it's just, yeah, it's good yeah, to the you're studio. Not ready. Yeah. And then you have control of the lighting, right? You have totally equipment right there. So there's never a bad day of lighting because it's right. all right there. Well, so, so like the, the lighting can actually be quite controlled with the place that you pick. Right. So I've been doing this for 14 years. So I'm like, I'm not worried about the outdoor lighting. Sometimes it'll take a little bit longer to edit because of the greens and stuff like that. So that's why I like, um, I do love the studio shoots. I love that. Yeah. And what city and state is your studio in case we have listeners there that want to come take, get some it, pictures? I'm in Westchester County in New York. So uh, big state and, and outside of just half an hour outside of New York. I have people come from like two hours away. It's kind of crazy. I love it. <laughs> because <laughs> you're great. That's yeah, why no. you do a great job. And you know, I know for me, my kids are grown and they all have kids of their own. And I'm constantly saying to them, have you gotten any family photo shoots done? Like I can't, I got to update these pictures. You know, I have a picture of a three-year-old who's now seven. Oh yeah. Yeah. uh, By the way, a gift, um, you should ask them what fam, what photos they like. I actually have somebody coming in tomorrow that's buying a gift certificate for her daughter that has done shoots with me before as a Christmas present, as a holiday present. I'm so happy to hear that. And I know the listeners will be too, because if they have any chance of getting somebody, right, even themselves to New York, 
they could do that as well or give it as a gift. The grandparents. But give it as I a gift that. or like yeah. find out where, you know, your wherever your kids live. And if they're obsessed with a photographer and maybe financially their situation isn't right, being like, okay, you know, like maybe I'll give them a gift of the photographer because then the grandparents win. They get great photos. Yes, like it's they a, do. It's a win-win. I love grandparents just like love it. That, that I do. Yeah. I can tell you I have a whole wall of fame of all of them and there's 10 now. And so oh, wow. I, yeah, we have 10 grandkids. And so in our family and I love the photos and I, every time I get one, I'm like giggling, you know, like a kid. So I absolutely love it. And I love what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you for, you know, it's like you're capturing these and they're forever, right? Because how many times do you look at pictures from people you don't even know? It's like, who is that? Well, that's your grandmom's aunt, mother, sister's brother, right? Like, it's like, it's so cool. And I think this generation is now where we are, where I am. We're like wanting to look back and put that together, which is why all these like genealogy companies oh, yeah, are doing are so well, because we're all obsessed with going back and looking at our ancestors and, you know, learning about them and what did they look like and were they healthy and what diseases did they have? Oh, yeah. Are you doing we- it now? Are you doing yeah. it now? Yes, we're all doing it. I, so my yeah. mom did it. It's funny because my mom is from England, hence the accent, but my dad's American. So my dad's side of the family had one person that was very interested in, and they were interested in where they traveled to, you know, um, uh, is it Utah? Like, because they basically, you, there was so many records back before the internet. So we have that trace back, back so long. And then my mom really got into it. And we have all these nationalities on my American side, which I find cool. And my mom is like English. And then she was so excited. I think the person was like from the 1810 census or something. She was like, they're from Wales. I'm I'm part Welsh. I'm like, how diluted is that? Like you are English, but she was like, I'm I'm Welsh. And I'm like, I don't know if you're Welsh. And it's probably not the Sarah Green. I'll be here, right? But she was funny. She was really trying to get like some other nationality other than English in there. Yes. People really want to know where they come from and what that that family tree looks like. And so for Mm -hmm. you to be doing this work and teaching other photographers, I think is just amazing because it really helps us put that puzzle together of our life and how it how we got to where we are. Right. And I love Mm -hmm. that. Oh, all right. So we talked about Pixello a lot, but let's go back to uh, summarize, what is it? Who's it for? How's it helping them? And if we have photographers listening, what, what, how it can help them and all of that. So it's an all-in-one solution, like a software product that helps photographers like get their clients, um, you know, CRM, take payments, get bookings, schedule them, create like online booking forms for them, client scheduler, galleries, you know, can they can, you know, Grandmas can buy products from the galleries too, you know, like prints and albums and everything. And we have the calculator and we have the business mastermind. And everything we do is tailored to photographer success, whatever that means for them. So that's pretty much it in a nutshell. I love it. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing all of that and for the work that you're doing. All right. Let's tell our listeners where they can find you. Um, I would say the best place to find me is on Instagram, even though I probably haven't updated it for a long time. Um, it's at Jane.Goodrich or Team Pixello on Instagram. 
Perfect. Perfect. Well, all of the links for everything that we spoke about today are all in the show notes. So as you're listening, just click the links in the show notes. They will take you right to Jane, to her work and all of the things so you can connect with her and keep this conversation going. Oh my gosh, I could talk to you for a whole day, Jane. I would never get tired of this. <laughs> I would How either. It's great. Fun and exciting and just the stuff you're doing and the energy and your passion for helping yeah. these other business owners is just amazing. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode. And just before we get to the good stuff, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, I have this great announcement for you. We are starting the Pod Power Hour which is a virtual event that's going to happen on Wednesdays at noon Eastern. And so if you've ever thought about having a podcast, if you have questions, if you are a podcaster and you want to come and meet other podcasters and learn what's new, what's happening, tips and tricks to be better at this amazing passion of podcasting that you have, we would love for you to join us. We're going to have experts there that are going to be sharing their genius. It's going to be amazing. So, and if you're a host and you want to come meet some amazing uh, people that could be potential guests for you on your show, come on out. What a great way to get exposure. Be sure to check it out on my website at camilehman.com as well as follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Whatever is your favorite platform, we will have registration there. You do need to register to attend and it is on Zoom. So super simple, just one hour every other Wednesday. We start on May 4th, so don't miss out. Get registered today. We can't wait to see you there. You have moved from fighting cancer to discovering how to live beyond it. But what now? With so many emotional side effects still unknown, as a new survivor, you find yourself in a void as you navigate through the isolation, fear, and an uncertain future that can overshadow you and your family for years to come. Instead of focusing on the uncertainty of cancer, consider how strong and determined you are and think of the strength demonstrated by those who stood beside you through it all. Consider this, you now get to choose who you want to be and what your intentional, fulfilled life can look like. You made it through treatment. We can help you define yourself as a survivor. We're here to help you through this moment, to walk beside you as you shift your mindset from counting the days of life to creating a legacy. For more information, visit www.adventuretherapyfoundation.org or contact us at info at On She's Invincible, we promise our listeners that we're going to bring fierce entrepreneurs. Uh, we're going to bring them out here. We're going to have these conversations. We're going to bring so much value and spot just spotlight the expert zone of genius, which we've done with you so well today. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know people are thinking, I love this woman. I got to connect with her and figure out maybe we're going to have new for new photographers in the world. Thanks to you. Good. They'll be like, hey, if I can only work with her, if I'm a photographer, I'm in. So <laughs> but we're not done because we also promised them that while we're 
highlighting and spotlighting these successful entrepreneurs that we're also pulling back the curtain. We believe in authenticity. You know, you make it look easy. You're talking about it and you're like, yeah, and it does this and it does that. (laughs) No one knows the price you paid for the success you enjoy today. Right. No one. Everyone wants your success, Jane. No, hardly anyone's willing to pay the price. So I love to just encourage people by sharing some of those backstories that we never talk about to let them see like, you know, it's hard for you too. you have to fight your way to success. And the reason why you're here is because you never gave up. You kept fighting, you kept innovating, you kept figuring out ways that you could serve people so that you could keep going and help them and grow a business of your own. And it is amazing. So we are going to tell some stories of authenticity and celebrate (laughs) your journey. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, let's go. Tell us a story about the good or the greatest part of your journey so far. My journey, well, there's two, right? So the photography journey that sort of led me to where I am, the greatest part is actually I get to see kids grow up and I get to see, I actually get to see grandmas that love the work. and. I love seeing kids grow up through my camera. Like my clients are my extended family. And I, I just love they, my, my photography is like, I try to capture the essence of the family and the kids. And when I get people saying, you just captured her that I've never been able to do. And I'm just framing that massively on the wall. Great. She's going to look at that photo for the rest of her life, like the mom and then the kids. That was me when I was four and I was cheeky little turkey. And some of them are these, I will say they're not the smiley faces. One of them was like where this kid was giving mean mugging to me because she was done. And I was like, that that photo is the best. And she was like two years old. And and we had some great photos, but I knew I was like, she's done. Mom's like, no, she's done. And then she gave me like the best look. And she was like, I have that framed because that was the look she used to give me. So you're capturing a snapshot of somebody's life and then to get the feedback of somebody being grateful for it, you know, I'll I'll do it again and again and again. And I'm like, okay, I I like being liked. So, you know, I give give me positive (laughs) feedback. I tell my clients, I'm like, I'm a child. Give me positive feedback. And then with Pixello is seeing somebody go from on. There's, it's interesting. We we see people actually go from unprofitable pricing to actually, um, without doing really the calculator, but the way we've set up the system of like, okay, you sold a session for five images, but you can upload twenty and they can buy more. And having a conversation with someone was like, I cannot believe they paid more. I thought my you know area would only take this, and so what happens is then she's like, well, I'm going to redo my numbers. And then she gets the confidence and then see like just the little things that spark the confidence and people saying, oh my gosh, now I don't, I can actually find that balance in life and keep doing what I love. You know, as we know, a lot of the photography is in the back end, but if you're in an area and we're seeing this a lot more, and maybe it's just because of, I'm seeing a lot more photographers is one, they can't afford childcare if they go back, if they've had a child or they can't find childcare. So there's a lot of, you know, childcare deserts and everything. So we're actually like, for me, I'm like, we're providing a way for somebody to actually find balance and passion in their life. Like, and I'm going to cry. So yeah, that's right now. That's the good part. And I I I print them out 
I print them out because there is a bad times. It's hard. I will say sometimes yes. it's hard. Yes. <laughs> and all that positive feedback is what inspires you to keep going. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like you're like, oh, my gosh, they love this. They appreciate this. I'm valued. Right. I'm contributing yeah. in a positive way. And so that's what really can drive you to keep going. And especially when it's hard because it gets hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That is amazing. Okay. So next we're going to talk about the bad. So we'll save the ugly for last, but tell us a story about the bad part of the journey. Well, I will say, I mean, I've been a photographer for the longest time. Um, I, I do, I think I'm a bit of a workaholic. I like, I like to work, right? I'm, I, if I, you know, I, I, but when you start a business, it is 24 seven. You can't really turn it off because your brain is always going, what's on next? Well, can't, you know, unless you can really have like into a place where you can delegate and switch off. Can you take vacation? Probably, but you're likely going to be checking your emails and you're never really fully off. So how, knowing that, um, I think people, I mean, that's for me, there's, that's the worst part of it. Other mm -hmm. than that is. Uh, but it, it's hard and you have to realize it's going to take a while. Like it's going to take a while to build a photography business, to build a software platform where there is a ton of other players with a lot more money behind them and a lot more users. You know, it takes time building awareness and to keep going of like, all right, I'm going to keep going and do this because this is needed and I'm going to be the change. Like, And people are going to, you know, make more money from being photographers. I That's love it. that. All right. And the last one, we got to take them to the ugly place. So <laughs> let's do, I know it's not easy, but they need this, right? It's up to us. Once we figure it out as entrepreneurs, I believe we have to go back and tell the others. And so absolutely, you know, as they're yeah. feeling the ugly part, they need to know that they're not alone. That is, is normal. And there's nothing wrong with them. These are the real things that happen. And so let's dive into this ugly part of your journey, Jean. Well, one of the things that I will, this is probably, you know, I'll be frank, right? There's number one is your, there's a saying, and I will probably butcher it, but it's like your friends won't become clients as quick as your clients will become your friends. So going out there knowing, I'm like, oh, I have so many friends. I'm so popular. They're all going to hire me. No, they're not, right? One, they, they're maybe probably not your ideal audience or two, they think of you in a different way, right? So take that out, depersonalize that. It's just, okay, well, you're going to be a friend that I, you know, go to the movies with. Yes. Now you, you might hire another photographer. I don't care. You like somebody else better than me. I don't care. But trust me, I cared. Um, and then I think... Uh, it depends if you're from a family of entrepreneurs. This isn't, you know, the the learning curve is sort of uh, hard. And if you have a supportive husband, uh, I do. But friends and family really do not know what you do. And I think if you're in a creative job where it's a photographer or if it's a graphic designer or if it's, you know, um, lots of different things, um, my brain is fried at the moment. So. They're going to think that they can ask you for something for free. Okay. And here's the deal. You don't have to do it for free. So 
what I like to do is, and the thing about it is you can use it to your advantage, right? So if you're starting out, you need to portfolio build, you need, you know, someone's asking you for a logo design, right? Okay, well, I need, I need five more logo designs. I'm going to do it for my friend. Send them an invoice of what it actually would cost and give a hundred percent discount. Okay. But in return for that $500 of what you normally would charge, what are they going to do for you? Are they going to put it on their website? Are they going to share it? Are they going to write a review? Ask for that. Be like, I can do this if you do this, because this is going to take my time and my effort and sometimes cost. I would appreciate this. And so I actually um, had a friend who I loved her, her kids. I loved her. And what I would do with her is one, I, I knew that she didn't necessarily, she couldn't afford it. There was a lot of situations. So I was like, hey, I need to research this shoot, the location. Um, you need a shoot, this, that, and the other. She became a biggest advocate in Facebook groups, right? So mm. there's, don't do it if it's just one way, right? If you're, you know, someone's asking for a free photo shoot and their husband's an accountant, trade. Yeah. Don't ask. So and then, true. yeah. And then, as a photographer, you will get, especially when you first start, bring your camera. No, I'm not going to bring my camera. I don't have it. I don't have it insured for your event. Oh, that's a good one. That's a, that's really a good, good excuse. One. It's like, it's not insured for your event. And also the thing is, is um, I don't, it, in people's defense, they don't know the back end work. There's a lot of back end work and it's not just, and they don't really need the level of, I realized this uh, probably too late. They don't need the quality of images that you're going to go and edit and everything. They just want a few images that they can share on Facebook. Well, here's the deal. You know what I do? I take their phone so I don't have to edit and I take some photos of it. I'm like, look, I'll take the family picture. Here you go. I will, I'll do that for you as a friend. But I'm not getting out my camera and wasting my time and my shutter. And I'm not because I'll then because you go into photographer mode and you go into like, I'm, I'm in my job. Versus being present and actually enjoying some event that you're supposed right. to be at. Like you're invited to the event to enjoy the event, not to I got work. asked, right? My daughter has a school concert next week and they asked me to photograph it. Like, no. What's your budget? I said, I will find you a photographer. It was a little bit too cheap for me to even ask anybody, but I'm like happy to take, I was, I'll photograph her anyway. I'll take a few pictures and I'll send them to you, but I am not bringing my camera. I want to be present. So I love yeah, you you're going to always get asked. Yeah. I love what you said. My insurance doesn't cover my camera at your event. I, that is so good. Oh my gosh. Oh, Jane, this, I don't think we left any stone unturned here. This has been <laughs> such an amazing conversation from A to Z in pricing, in social media marketing, in mindset around your prices. This has been so great. Is there anything else you want to say to our listeners today? I just want to say, keep going and print out those wins and stick them where you can see them because it's, it's a hard ride and you sometimes need to have a quick, I am doing it for this and know why you're doing it. Right. So that's another thing, know why you're doing it. But then if there's notes from someone that loves like your work or like, you know, print them out visually. And so you can actually refer back to them when you're in the dark it. space. I but. love it. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. And to our listeners, I don't know where you are in your life or your business right now. If you're face down on the ground, 
get back up. You heard it from Jane. It is not easy, but it's worth it. And the first step is getting back up because even though you feel like you can't, we're here to tell you, you can't. You can do anything. You are invincible. Just get back up. Thank you for joining us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please follow the show, submit a rating and review and share us with your friends. If you would like to chat to see if you can attract your ideal client and monetize your business through podcasting, please book a free call with me at camilehman.com. I can't wait to meet you.